Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Ancient Health Institute Podcast. I am your host today, Dr. Chris Motley, and today we're going to talk about metabolism in Chinese medicine. We want to talk about how your metabolism is affected by your element. So many people have asked me and have questions on Instagram and social media asking, what can I do to actually help increase my metabolism or make it as healthy and vibrant as possible? So today, what I wanted to do was to talk to you about this and to give you some simple pointers, nothing too complicated, to see if you can help your body just by strengthening the organs that are related to your element. So I'm going to go through these one by one. And I want you to know that if you guys have any questions, just hit us up at the Health Institute, the Ancient Health Institute on Instagram. Uh, Check out our website. And if you have any questions, we're going to try to get back to them as fast as we can. But we're so glad that you could join us today. So let's start. We're talking about the fire element. Let's review. The fire element is a person who is governed. When we say governed, it means that there are certain organs that are the main organs that drive the strength and metabolism of a particular element. So the fire element is directed by the heart, the pericardium, the small intestine, and the organs such as the thyroid, the adrenals, the testes, and the ovaries. Now, if you look into this, guys, these are huge components. I want about metabolism in themselves because they are fire burners. They create ATP. In fact, the ovaries and the testes are some of the highest producing glands, organs for ATP. And ATP is an energy molecule. If you think about the heart, the heart does what? It helps push the blood to the rest of the body. It creates heat, warmth. What happens when your heart slows down? You get cold. When the thyroid slows down, what happens? Low thyroid hormone. You don't signal to the rest of the body to create energy. You get cold hands and feet. Small intestine, if you don't digest your food properly to get the right nutrients to your heart, you won't get the energy to actually make more metabolism. So in Chinese medicine, When you start to strengthen the fire element, these are the glands you need to focus in on to actually help your metabolism burn at a proper rate. Now, with any element, guys, you never want to go too high or too low. Some individuals will say, man, I really want to burn as much fat as possible. I want to be able to help my body get more lean or build more muscle. It's never about excess or deficiencies. We want to make it balanced as possible. So if we're talking about helping your heart or helping your pericardium, the muscles around your heart, your thyroid, or your adrenals, the one way that you can help your fire element to increase metabolism is not just saying only herbs, but there are certain herbs I'll talk about, but it's also your lifestyle. What are the ways that you can actually enhance your emotions, enhance your physical being to help with your metabolism? One of the best ways though for your fire element is to have proper exercise. And the reason that most fire elements like to get up early is because The thyroid helps you kick up energy early in the morning. So early in the morning, you want to get up and do a good exercise that could be a bit more high intensity. People would ask, why would you want to be more high intensity? Won't that make you even more tired? Well, many times people with high fire element uh, body types usually are individuals that burn or create a lot of T3 hormone. So they have a lot of thyroid hormone. They produce a lot of adrenaline and they usually have a lot more ATP production. But you need to burn that off during the day because if you don't burn it off, you'll get hyper 
And so in Chinese medicine, they say that one of the emotions with the fire element is that you can have frightfully overjoyed. You ever have those experiences in your life where you feel like, I don't know if I should laugh or I should cry or I get so overwhelmed. I just get anxious. That's a lot of built up fire energy, a lot of heat. So whenever you find a person that's a fire element, I always say, find a good workout earlier in the morning where you can actually go out, get a good intense workout. And then that allows you to burn off excess thyroid hormone, a little excess ATP. Now, when you go into your, say your uh, herbals, you want to find those herbals that will support the thyroid, the adrenals, the reproductive glands in the heart. I don't want to say that you have to take each one of these. I'm saying that you can research these because I've seen with my patients when I give them a supplement such as Dan Shen, Dan Shen's red sage and red sage is very good in clarifying for the heart. But you have to be mindful. Don't give people heart herbals or don't take them. If you have blood thinning issues, you need to ask your primary care physician about that. But Dan Shen's are very good. I find that it actually helps encourage the strength of the heart. It also cleans up infections within the heart area to help the heart be at op optimal. And the other reason being is because you'll find infections such as strep, staph, any airborne uh, um, infection that you could have had when you're a kid can get into the nostrils, into the sinuses, and it can get to the lymph nodes and eventually can get down into the heart. So we're talking about increasing metabolism using a supplement on herbal like Dan Shen or papaya, ginseng, ginkgo biloba. Those actually help clean out the arteries. These are things that actually can go in and strengthen the arterial health. We also want to look at different uh, minerals, selenium, magnesium, and small amounts of zinc are actually there that can actually help you with nitric oxide production, which is pliability of the arteries. So when we're talking about you increasing metabolism, proper exercise, also looking into these herbals for the heart. And also when we talk about diet, you want to make sure that you do not eat foods that are basically too cold for the heart. If you put something that's too cold for the heart, it'll actually dampen the heat of the heart. You want to have a nice balance. So many times, individuals that do raw vegetables, that do a raw diet, uh, they say, you know, drink raw juices. And I love raw diets. I love raw juices. But some individuals have to take that raw vegetable and heat it up. Does it make sense? So you look in Chinese medicine, Asian cooking, Chinese, Korean, Japanese, and some of them use like light uh, walks, uh, frying. So they fry they're, they're steam their vegetables very lightly. And the reason they do that is because it takes pressure off the body to heat it up. So if you're eating a lot of raw vegetables, your body has to use a lot of the heat within the body to heat up the stomach, but it can drain the heart. So whenever I talk about to my patients about the foods that they need to eat, I always say steamed or lightly fried vegetables to actually help or any type of food. You don't want to make it too cold. You want to make, keep your insides warm. So those are some examples about how to keep your metabolism going. The thyroid, the adrenals, and the ovaries and testes are very important because you remember, anytime you're in fight or flight, you are initiating your thyroid, your adrenals, and your ovaries to go into a hyper state to fight or run or freeze. This causes your heart to have to pump more blood. So whenever you have an emotional fatigue that you know that there's a trauma there and you're a fire element type, you have to get your mind under control or you'll have racing thoughts. So mindfulness techniques to keep your mind slower is actually a really good thing because they call it the fear centers, the hippocampus. Hippocampus means the pineal pituitary, the, the glands within the pineal gland within your brain that actually help you to actually handle stress better. So whenever I ask individuals about what kind of supplementation they're taking, 
if they're wanting to get thyroid strengthening, adrenal strengthening, I know it's one of our things to go and say, I want to take a thyroid supplement. I want to take an adrenal supplement. And I agree with that. There's many good adrenal and thyroid tonics, such as Sumarut. There's also Tulsi, like holy basil, reishi mushroom. Those are very good adaptogens. Ashwagandha, which is an Ayurvedic herb. Now, write those down. Those, you can research those because they can actually help strengthen these glands up. But one of the biggest things that you need to remember is that you need to find out what is causing your stress because it can be one of those things where you find, I'm going to go ahead and just take all these things to help with these glands and help with uh, restructuring the glands to actually produce more hormones. When in fact, what is causing your glands to kick in? Is it a trauma or a stress or an environmental toxin that keeps driving it? So find out what is causing the stress on those glands. These will help you if you can eliminate environmental toxins like you can find out if there's infections in the heart, like strep or staph. You can find out if there's any type of mold in the body. You can also find if there's heavy metals. Heavy metals are huge with the heart. And there's heavy metal testing. These are tests that you can get in laboratories like Genova Diagnostics, Great Plains Laboratory. You can check out and see if you have these going on. If you can get those under control, you'll find your fire element to start to rise and get stronger. Your heartbeat will settle down. I can't tell you how many times I've helped an individual get their metals out of their body and get the strep or the old infections out of them, old viruses, old flu viruses, and their heart strengthen up. That's a great way. So remember, it's not just one area. It's all areas, structure, chemical organs, stress, psyche, emotions, and the acupuncture system. So guys, that was just the fire element. Let's move on. The stomach and the spleen rule the earth element. All right, guys. So the earth element is for the individual who is like the earth, very foundational, very strong and very steady. The person that's your teddy bear in your life, the person, the friend that's always going to be there for you and they make you feel calm because they're steady. In fact, all of their elements take root in the earth. Now, it's important for your metabolism. If you're an earth element, if you have a rounder face, rounder shoulders, probably a, a little bit bigger abdomen, you have more of a round figure. So we talk about that in previous posts and also in other podcasts. But the earth element type depends on the stomach and spleen as one of their main drivers of their strength or one of their, the, the organs that govern their body type. So I say govern, if you have a weak stomach, you won't digest your food. If you have a weak spleen, the spleen does what? Produces red blood cells and also filters your lymph. So you won't have a healthy amount of red blood cell production and the lymph in your body may not flow properly or get clean. So you'll have lymph stagnation. So people with Earth element types usually can have a lot of lymph or they can have congestion within the hips or underneath the arms. And they'll actually say, man, I retain a lot of fluid when in fact, it's a lot of lymph congestion. So how can you increase your metabolism? Well, with this type of element, you want to make sure that you have proper stomach health. So you need to look into things such as aloe vera, even chlorophyll, even things that can go in as green products, things that can actually go in. It's like spirulina. Those actually help the gut health. I like these three just because if you test them on individuals, I do, and find which one actually heal the gut lining, it's very important. And then I also try to check their spleen. I ask them if they've had mono, if they've had chronic strep when they were a kid. I don't care if you're adult, what stage in life. If you had it when you're a kid, chronic ear infections, if you had Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus, if you had any forms of like shingles or even chicken pox. Those things can get stuck in your spleen and clog it up to give you hidden spleen inflammation and enlargement. That keeps your lymph nodes from ever congesting, getting cleaned out properly. And then you add in the stomach and the stomach's weak. If you had an infection, the infections have been known, like H. pylori, have been known to go into the stomach and injure the beta cells, which are there to help you produce acids. 
So chronic infections in the stomach, in the spleen, are very prone to the earth element if they don't keep those organs healthy and do those things that actually help strengthen their body. For instance, we want to make sure we clean the body of the infections, but we want to strengthen the, the stomach. So what are some of the things I recommend? I love noni, noni powder. Noni powder, noni capsules is called Mirinda, citrifolia. And this is from an, a small fruit that you can shave the outside edges of it. And it's very bitter, but it actually kills off a lot of infections. And it's really great for the digestive system. Again, the aloe vera, the chlorophyll, the spirulina. I love those. And I also love anything that can actually go in and sort of clean the system out properly. I love mangista. Mangista is like a cousin of turmeric. So look into that, guys. Mangista helps clean the lymph nodes and it's a lymph tonic. It means it helps move the lymph nodes. So those are two things to look into in your research. The activities you want to make sure you do in the morning is bounding. You want to get your lymph to flow in the morning. You want to make sure you drink a cup of water every morning to get the lymph to flow. And you want to make sure that you get some bounding, some movement, even if it's jumping jacks. So the emotional side is you have to make sure that you stay calm and that you don't try to take care of everybody in your life. The stomach and the spleen, the earth element are very prone to have issues with worry with um, living for others, living through others, and always being over-concerned. So if you find yourself being an earth element and you're doing that, you have to get that peace of mind knowing that you have done enough and that what you're doing is doing all you can. You're doing your best. And it may sound a little cliche, but it's the truth because if that happens, you start to mess with the acid production in your stomach from all your worry, and you can get ulcers or GERD or ulcerative colitis. You don't just want to take the herbs to heal my stomach. I want you to get your mind under control because whatever your mind's thinking is telling your stomach what to do. And if you ever study Chinese medicine, the stomach is one of the main points because if you eat food and you can't digest it, you're not getting any energy. So it's called the middle burner in Chinese medicine. So you really need to nurture your stomach. So do that. Get lymph massages, be in the earth, garden, go hiking, do those things that keep you close to your element. And for crying out loud, Whenever you have friends, the earth element is basically fed by the fire element. You want somebody who has a little pizzazz, a little bit more uh, energy in your life, and they will feed into you, the fire element, as well. As, but you got to be mindful, too. If you find a person who's a wood element, like myself, the wood element, if they're too aggressive, if they're too uh, fact-forward, then you can actually feel them uproot you. So you have to choose friends wisely as well. That's another podcast for another season. We'll do that soon. Um, let's go into the middle element. All right, guys. So we have the middle element and the middle element has to do uh, with the lungs and the large intestine. These are the individuals who are very organized. They love things in a certain order. They love their calendars to have appointments that are steady and strong and they know where they're going to be in the next four weeks. And they know everything that's going on in their life. Now they are very dependable. They're very good leaders. They're very good organizers. These individuals can take um, a situation and know how to plan it to make success. Now, for you that are, are metal elements, you usually have a face that's really angulated, that has the nice cheekbones because you're like the metal element, like the mountains. Now, what I like to suggest for you is that with the metal element, we want to nourish the large intestine. And one of the biggest things we see in our culture today are things such as parasites. So how do you increase your metabolism? If you're a metal element, truly check for intestinal or colon infections. I know it sounds a little far-fetched, but I usually advise my patients you need to get a GI map test, which helps test if you have proper bacterial um, levels in your body. I also say, can we get a parasite test, which is covered by a GI map test? And also, if there's any 
areas in the upper large intestine, you can actually get a SIBO test, small intestinal bacteria. Even so, a small intestinal, you want to check and see if there's any overgrowth of large intestine bacteria that's moved up into the small intestine. That will tell you if you have overgrowth within these areas. So a SIBO test and a GI map test. Now, the thing is, whenever you find if there's any infections, you want to look into different types of herbals that could help clean them out. But the biggest thing I want to recommend to you guys today is you don't want to find things that actually kill off infections, kill, kill, kill. You want to find those herbs, not only they can cleanse, but really give energy. So large intestine energy, lung energy, large intestine energy. I love, again, noni. I love noni capsules. I also like neem. Neem is great. Neem capsules are really great for encouraging that strength within the colon. And if you have parasite, lightly check into or check into and don't go too heavy, but check anything like black walnut and wormwood. Those are good antiparasitics and artemisia. Don't take all of these at once. Ask your primary care, your holistic physician to see how you can use these or utilize this in your body. But if you take these at light levels, I mean, one every other day or one every two days, you'll start to encourage the energy within the colon and give it a break. And so you'll start to actually eliminate those parasites because once you give energy to an organ, any organ, the body will send white blood cells and red blood cells on its own to go help you get rid of the things that's in there. So you start to work on your own. That's a large intestine. Now, the lungs, the lungs are very important because you expel air, carbon dioxide. You get rid of tons of toxins within your lungs. So when you have this going on, you want to make sure you take things that will actually help your lungs get cleansed. So we talk about proper air. If you're in a, I hate to say in a dirty environment, you have mold in the air, you have to find a different environment. You also have to find those supplements that actually can help cleanse the lungs. And I really love things such as Chinese coptis. It's an overall antibacterial in Chinese medicine. I love Chinese coptis and even Chinese isatis, I-S-A-T-I-S. And then there's a very good broad spectrum antimicrobials. These are things to look into. Remember, when you take a supplement, you want to take one that helps you have better bowel movements, sustained energy in the afternoon, and better sleep. If they start doing that for you right off the bat, that's a good supplement for you. Those will help you clean the lungs. Remember, emotionally, you want to get rid of your grief. You want to be able to work through your grief and your sadness. If you have those traumas, you need to find those techniques like NET, neuroemotional technique or EFT, tapping, and identify the grief, if there's any, in your body, in your life, that's holding your lungs or your colon back. If you can't cry, that's something to research. You have to cry those, those toxic hormones out because that trauma will stay there if not, and your metabolism will suffer. Because if you have parasites, you're going to gain weight. If you have parasites, you're going to have blood sugar issues. So work on that. Let's move on. We're almost there, guys. The kidney. The kidney is ruled by the bladder and the kidney. And the bladder and the kidney are there to help you what? Filter help you process water. And this in turn helps your bioelectrical pathways known as chi, energy. These are electrical pathways in your body that help strengthen the rest of the body. You have electrical pathways that go through all your other organs and they originate in the kidneys. If your kidneys are weak, you will have low metabolism if you're a water type. So these individuals, they can have problems with retaining water. They can have skin that can get saggy as they age. They can have those really, really soft cheeks, broad cheeks that go back here. So what we're saying is you want to make sure that you keep your kidneys and bladder healthy. So look into your past and see if you've had any type of bladder infections or kidney infections. We want to see if you've had any type of indications of old infections that could last for years. I don't care if you're a kid and you had chronic strep and they passed down into the kidneys or the bladder that can stick around because if they can survive in your body because you keep feeding it sugars or processed foods, 
they can survive for years and years and years. So we want to make sure the things that help us with the bladder and kidney strengthen. So I look into things like milk thistle, dandelion tea. Also, there's a great supplement. I don't get promote them, but there's one called Bodyguard Supreme. And you can check that out on, um, you know, like research them out. And they are actually really good at gallstones and kidney stones. But you can look into those supplements that actually help strengthen the kidneys because there are many kidney formulas. But if you get those, they'll actually help you process your water better, actually help you also with your hormones because they actually help with hormones that help stimulate your bones to create red blood cells. So if you had red blood cell issues and you have anemia problems, your kidneys and bladder are huge with that. If you don't produce enough red blood cells, the bladder meridian runs across the head and around up the back. And one of the biggest signs of Chinese medicine is hair loss. So if you start losing your hair in the shower and you start to have anemia issues, it's your kidney and your bladder. So how do you strengthen your metabolism? If you get rid of all the infections in there, you will actually start to see that you'll have more red blood cell production. Your heart will be more efficient. Your heart won't have any palpitations and you'll actually be able to distribute your nutrients better. So another thing, emotionally, fear. You want to make sure you get your fear under control. Kidneys have the adrenal sitting right on top of them. And so whenever you're in fight or flight, remember the fire element? If you're in fight or flight, that's a fire element and the adrenal sit on top of the kidneys. And if you're in fight or flight, the adrenals wear out, they wear out your kidneys. So when this occurs, the fire is doing what? Dampening the water. It's actually drying it up. It's drying up your kidneys. So the more you, stir, you worry and you stress, you burn out your kidneys and your kidneys help you what? Become electric. And then all the other organs get tired. So isn't it crazy how it all like ties together? So you want to make sure that your kidneys are balanced to keep your heart and your thyroid and your adrenals in balance. So work on your fear. The more you trigger your fear, the more it's going to drain your adrenals that drain your kidneys. So we have to work on the fight or flight patterns, work on vagus nerve balancing. And there's many things you can do, gargling, tickling the top of your palate with your tongue. There's also different forms of technique about breathing through the stomach. Look at breath work to help with the vagus nerve. Okay. Look into old kidney infections. That's going to increase your metabolism. Now let's go into the last one, guys, the wood element. I saved, well, it's not the best. I'm just saying it because I'm a wood element. Anyway, if you look at my face, it's got a thinner frame and I got, you know, I got a thinner arms, you know, uh, just a thin guy, just look like a tree root. And that's what it means. I'm a wood element. I look like a tree root. And so this, this um, body type is ruled by the liver and the gallbladder. And the liver and the gallbladder usually have issues that deal with gallstones or methylation problems. Now, methylation is your liver's process to try to actually help you detoxify. So detoxification occurs when it occurs in the liver, but if you can't properly get your liver to detoxify at an efficient rate, you'll start having dirty blood. So they call that in Chinese medicine, blood stagnation or thick blood. And if this occurs, you have a bad mood. So it creates anger and frustration because the dirty blood gets in your brain and your brain has toxins in them and then you get mad. So it's not too far-fetched. If your methylation is off, I always suggest to individuals that want to get their metabolism increased, if they're a wood element, get that process checked. And you can do that like Genova Diagnostics. I don't promote them. I mean, there's different methylation tests. You can get a genetics test to test for your methylation, but you can research them and find a lab that can actually see if you process your carbs, your starches, your fats properly, and that feeds your, your energy cycles, but all in all to increase the function of your liver. Now, if you can do that properly, you're going to start, uh, you start filtering out more infections, more metals, more hormones that are in excess, and you'll have a better mood. So I always say, yes, if you have a cranky mood, you want to try to calm down. But if your liver is congested and overwhelmed, you're going to feel mad, 
agitated, frustrated, you'll have rage in your body. So we want to make sure to increase your metabolism, you work on the detoxification pathways of the liver. And people say, what do you mean by that? Can I take liver pills? You can, you know, people take like the kidneys, the liver, you know, milk thistle and the dandelion, which helps. But for liver toxicity, I find things like shisandra. Shisandra berries are really good for that. I also find like uh, reishi or mushrooms are really good at liver detoxification. And I, I still like to go back to uh, noni capsules. Noni capsules really help with this area as well. Ginger, ginger helps with liver detoxification. And if you look into things like clove, um, bladder rack, um, if you look into um, cilantro, those really help with the liver too. So you can look into spices. I think that if you cook with spices and learn how to use spices that are uh, formulated for um, that particular organ, you can check out uh, different literature in Chinese medicine that can actually tell you what spices will encourage which element. If you do that, you're going to see that those elements will start to thrive. That's how you can increase the, the, um, the metabolism. Remember, it's not about excess. It's not about burning off fat. It's not about counting calories. It's about creating balance within the organs. If they agree with each other, each organ starts to work on its own and creates a very better metabolism. Better metabolism doesn't mean thin. Better metabolism means balance. Better metabolism means you can take the food you eat and distribute it in the most healthy, efficient way in your body. When we get into this thing in, in Western medicine, like metabolism means how good do I look? Chinese medicine, we say we want metabolism to see how the healthy body type of that element should look. So check it out. Check it out on some of our feeds, uh, some of our posts. And guys, I know it's been a good uh, talk. I know it's a lot to take in, but I wanted to give this mini podcast about some extra ideas about how to help your element with the metabolism. Guys, look out for um, some posts we have about uh, the metabolism here in this month. And uh, let us know what you think. And guys, we're glad you joined us. We hope you have a great day. Remember, feed your element. Take it easy and have a great day.